Okay, so look, man. Um, all right. <laughs> so look, 700 immigrants, I think, died in a ship that's capsized. Let's just put that out there. In the Mediterranean. You know, in the Mediterranean. Right? So, yes. so let me tell you my emotions. I don't know how I first heard about this. I think Reddit, yes. So obviously on Reddit, they just give you like general news. And and the news news read submarine that has gone down to the Titanic has gone missing. And my reaction was, all I want to know next is, will they be rescued or not rescued? Since I read that headline, I never kept up with the news. I never read anything anymore. Because I'll be real with you. This just may be fully real. My emotions, and this is just my real emotions. My emotions was... Why would you go into a submarine, go down several depths to view the Titanic? That's just me. And I was like, so all I was thinking was, why would you do this? Why would you do this? Why would you do this? So, and for me, I was like, look, and now I knew that's unfortunately tragedy. They, they weren't saved. I'm like, that's, that's, that's a, that is sad. But what I'm not going to do is give that any extra spotlights compared to the other atrocities and other bad things that are happening. That's not what I'm going to do. But I think the ugly beauty of this whole story was people's fascination with it. So I said to myself, that's okay, why was this given so much focus? Then I think of my time working for a, for a news company. And what do people want to hear about? Bad news. N- well, the immigrants, that's, that's bad news, but it's a, it's a particular kind of a news. Mm. 700 immigrants, okay, yeah, we heard of immigrants. Oh, Titanic, six people, is controlled by an Xbox 360 controller. Oh, so with all these things, like, oh, geez, what's going to happen? Because all <laughs> I was thinking about was that people are fascinated and want to know what's going to happen. Oh, my whole thinking was, why are you fascinated or hooked by this? Why? Obviously, all the emotion is, oh, I hope they'll be saved. Because you don't want human life to, to, to be lost. But mm. the thing is, why the infatuation? But the sad reality is that's just this kind of society we're in. We pick particular things to be interested in and to be infatuated with. Mm. And people have to stop asking this. But people, people have to have to be real. Oh, but how come you care about these six rich people but don't care about the 700 immigrants? Because it is what it is. Because people of a certain society, of a certain upbringing, in a certain world, care more about those six people than 700 immigrants. So stop asking that question. It is just what it is. We care about what we care about. And we connect with what we connect with. You know? But, like, and I'll kick it over to you. Mm. My whole, my just, my, now here's the thing. I spoke to my brother today. I pray this isn't true. I hope this is not true. Because my brother said that apparently one of the guy's kids didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. And the father said that, oh no, it's safe. And took him on. I pray that is not true. I've read on Twitter, so take this with a grain of salt, that the father, who I believe was from Pakistan or Iran, one of the two, mm-hmm. his son didn't want to get on the submersible. But because it was Father's Day on Sunday, mm. 
he went as like a gift to his dad, like just to please his dad on Father's Day, even though he was kind of scared about going on it naturally because his dad was obviously the thrill seeker and wanted to do something special. So he takes his boy on the submersible for a quarter million. Oh, okay. So, so for me, like, and I saw people still on the like now. Okay, I can, I can, I can link both of these in. So, I think part of the reason why people were so infatuated with this story is because of the amount of money and the type of people requisite to get on that thing. So, when we're when we're discussing poor people. And we're discussing people seeking refuge in a different country based on economic mm. or human circumstances in their other country. That's a story that can make you feel bad because there is something that you technically could do by electing different politicians or yeah, yeah, yeah. lobbying for guilt, different guilt. rules. Exactly. That's a story that makes you feel guilty because it is something that you could try to do something about. With these people who got on this boat, or ship, or submersible, submarine, whatever it is. There's nothing you could do for them. And they signed up to go on this boat for the for the money. And there's no guilt attached to it, almost, because it's like that's that's rich people shit. They're gonna they're they live in their own world, they're doing their own thing. Jeff Bezos wants to go to space, mm. Elon Musk wants to go to Mars, this man wants to go to the depths of the ocean. It's like that's just rich people doing their own thing. So it feels alien in a way that those 700 people on a ship trying to seek freedom or a better life, that feels way more tangible and real. Mm. So I feel like there's an, there's, there's an urge to just kind of like, ah, like let's just, you know, out of sight, out of mind, and let's no, just no, have no, fun no, with you. You can detach yourself right. from this submersible story it's, because it's like, it's, oh, it's, geez, it's harder these rich to, guys going on this stuff. It's harder to detach from actual people trying to escape the horrors of whatever reality yeah, it's, that it's they're too living close in. To home. Exactly. So when I think about like the son just being terrified or wanting to please his father, I think like, man, like because because there were people who were still saying, ah, like there, there, there were people who with that knowledge mm. were still trying to get the jokes off. And once I learned that the son was like he didn't want to go on, for me it just it I felt sadness for the son because oh, for sure. I because I can relate in and I think we all can if you have a relationship with your father or your mother or just an older just wanting to please them or just doing things cuz you think they'll like it. Mm. So, you know, they put you in situations where it's like don't disappoint me or or they're so keen on doing something with you that even though you might not want to do it, you'll do it. Like your mom might want to go shopping or something. And you don't really want to go to the store. But because it's mom and it's her day, you'll do it. Like, that's like on our level, that might be something that you don't feel like doing, but you get roped into doing it. So now your day's wasted. Yeah. I this, mean, this, this, this kid is dealing in a completely different class where his dad has half a million dollars to get yeah. him on him and his son on a boat. That's like, dad, I don't want to do this. But if I want to please dad, I got to go. Oh, okay, let me ask you. Mm. Why? Because, again, talks me like um, a complete moron. <laughs> Why would you want to go and view the Titanic several levels below the sea? Why? Just to say you did it. 
Why? Hold up. Let me hook it in. Let me let me give you like a nice package. Yeah. Why would you want to um, travel to the North Pole? Mm. Super I've, freezing I've always conditions. thought this about why would you want to climb Mount Everest? I've so, never yes, understood sorry, these types yeah, of things. Yeah, Mount Everest. Mount Everest. But but these people are like they're adventures adventure seekers. They're thrill seekers. Oh, 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 okay, you've climbed you've climbed Mount Everest. You viewed the Titanic. Now what? You did it. Now what? <laughs> go to space. Like these are the people that want to go to space and they want to go to the depths of the ocean. Like James Cameron, I think has been down there like twenty times. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of times. Like these time. these people, they get their rocks off. Like uh, Richard Branson. Like it's there's no wonder why like Jeff Bezos, Musk, Branson, all these thrill rich. Thrill, there's nothing more you can do with the money. I've been to all the islands. Yeah, I've yeah. seen all the sites. I've been to London, Paris. I've been to Johannesburg, Sydney. I've been everywhere normal. And I had the money to have the best time there. So then what's next for a particular segment of people? It's let's go down. Let's go up. And up could mean the moon, Mars. It could mean the top of Everest. It could mean the Titanic. Now, why the the Titanic in particular that's a question that I think has to do with a lot of the propaganda of what the ship was when it was first floated, the the narrative of what it was when it sank, the 100 years in between or over 100 years at this point to the point where I think Titanic is the highest or most grossing movie of all time. Mm-hmm. If you had just for inflation, either that or Avatar, one of the two. Um, people have an infatuation with that ship. Because it was marketed as an unsinkable ship in 1912, the whole world knew about it. And it sinks in its first voyage from, I believe, Liverpool going to New York. So, and the, and the people who were on the ship were like rich people. I think the richest man in the world adjusted for inflation, Astor, I think, one of the richest people. He died on the ship. So there's a narrative about that ship in particular and I think it took them 60, 70, 80 years to find it. And then once they found it, you know, they made movies and all that kind of stuff. So Titanic has its own particular narrative in the zeitgeist or just the cultural soup. You know what it is? I just, I, I'm just talking from me, myself, half hope. I obviously couldn't get into that mind space. So obviously, like, maybe I get it if I try to detach myself, but I could just speaking of myself, I'm like, people died in that ship. It sank. So that's a burial ground. Why am I going to go several levels down below in the sea ocean to view a burial ground of hundreds of people? I don't get it. <laughs> okay, because I've now gone down and I've seen the wreckage of the final resting place of hundreds of people. Mm. Okay, why? Why am I going? Why, why am I going several levels down to to look at a grave right down into sea level? For what reason? So, so, but again, the thrill of it, though. No, no, I, I, that's what I say. Right? Let me detach like a myself. Morbid kind of. There we. That's the word. That's macabre. That's the word. Just kind of. No, 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 no. no basically, that's the key word. Morbid. There is is a morbid infatuation with it because hmm. it's morbid. But I think that I have to just say, okay, half of this isn't you. This is just particular people where they are in that is appealing of oh my gosh, 
hundreds of people sank and this was the biggest ship in the world and just even figures oh my gosh look how, look at what it looks like and this is what it now looks like hundreds and hundreds of years before that thrills you doesn't thrill me <laughs> it doesn't doesn't thrill me same thing of how Oh my gosh, I, you know, I, I, had, I had frostbites, you know, I almost died, I had to crawl through, but at the end of the day, I climbed Mount Everest. Okay. Okay. Fine. <laughs> no, okay, so let's, let's, let's say, and I, believe, I think the CEO of the Ocean Gate Company, I think he might have said this, but I do think it's a, and he's passed on now, mm. I believe his name is Rush, Stockton Rush, I think. Um, he did, he said something oh, that oh, was oh, so quite so, interesting wait, wait, to me. Are, are you rubbing against something? I think he had like rustling or something. Wait a mic. minute. Are my mic settings have they been bad the whole time? Oh, sorry about that. Uh, Is my mic not plugged in? Well, you sound fine, so. Oh no. I won't. I'll, I'll just use I'll just use the MacBook mic. That should sound better. But sorry about that, guys. My oh, mic you see, sound in. sound different now. Oh, I should. I'm using my MacBook microphone instead oh, okay. of because it was coming through my headphones. Or I, guys, guys don't know that I got like a new computer, so maybe this blue thing isn't working. But what was I saying? The the Stockton Rush guy, he said something that I found quite interesting. He said the Titanic because it appeals to a wide segment of people, meaning like the masses. It's easier to get funding as somebody who wants to do exploration in the deep sea if I attach the name of Titanic to the project. So maybe in, in his ideal world, he wanted to go look at other ships or other wrecks or other things. But the ship that people care about the most is Titanic. Therefore, if you want the money to explore and to build your company, you have to, or at least this was his justification for it, not that he had to do anything, but his justification was, I need to go see Titanic and get people down there to go see the Titanic, despite it being 3,000, 4,000 meters below uh, the sea, because that's where I'll get the funding. If I want to go look at slave ships in the Atlantic, nobody's going to want to go see where you know African people died. He didn't put this part, but this is me oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. adding on to it. Like if, if you want to investigate those kind of shipwrecks, nobody's gonna care. But Titanic, the people care. So if it is some sort of scientific thing where you want to see how ships decay or how things land in the ocean, what happens, what type of fish or animals kind of repurpose a ship that's been sunk for a hundred years. I mean, there are many ships that have sunk over a course of time, but the one that you'll get funding for if you attach a name to it is probably Titanic. So kind of that rock in a hard place that if you want to do something scientific about ships, maybe Titanic is the one that you pick. It just so happens that it's in a quite dangerous place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, what else? I had another point, but I don't want to belabor it. It's just, um, it's just sad. It's just sad. Oh, no, 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 it's just I mean, sad. like, look, it's a very, hence why I've not actually tweeted or said anything about it. Because I just don't want to get into like a kind of thingy because it's sad, but you have to put it's sad in a certain sense. It, it any tragedy is sad. When many people have died, that is sad. But let's just put things into pers perspective. Th this shouldn't be overshadowed by other atrocities that are happening. You know, 
like there are kids dying around the world. There are kids who are, who are suffering in the world. Like for me, mm. that is first and foremost for me, kids. Any kids who are suffering, that is first and foremost before anything because it's freaking kids, you oh. know. Mic check, mic check. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can hear you. Okay, I, I made sure my settings were good. I did oh. check one thing. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> oh, I looked up how many black people were on the Titanic when it sunk. Answer, three. Technically oh, wow. four. So there was a man whose name I've forgotten, but he was born in Haiti and he lived in France mm-hmm. and he was trying to get on a ship to go from France to Haiti. Oh, okay. But but the ship that was going from France to Haiti didn't allow children for whatever reason or like the mm-hmm. type of nursery situation was wrong. Yeah. So him and his French wife decided we'll just get on Titanic and we'll go from Liverpool to New York and then New York will go to Haiti because okay. his family was in government. Mm. he died on the ship he was the only black man on the ship he was an engineer of some kind mm. and he died his wife and two children made it on one of, on the lifeboats she was pregnant at the time oh wow. so technically there were three africans on the ship um you know and i, I think one of them one of the, the the youngest daughter was one of like the last surviving titanic people Mm. But I was just like, yeah, like there was only because people were asking, <laughs> have any black people gone on the submarine? And I was like, have any black people been Were any black people on that ship? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And the answer was one fully African. And then you have other like mixed race Africans to quote Dr. Umar. So, yeah, um, I found that was quite interesting because I was thinking the last African I've seen on a submarine was Denzel in Crimson Tide. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've seen another black person inside of some... Yeah, you know, you don't, obviously, maybe you see, like, some guys who are doing the operations and so forth, but, yeah, it's... I don't think you see many black people around the water or in a no, submarine no, no. or submarine vest. No, but basically, Yo, for me, like, yeah, yeah. I, the, the, the prospects of doing that is mad. Even, what was it called? There was a time when um, me and my sister, we went to Nassau, an island. Hamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And the, first time I saw a starfish, and then we basically saw like all these dolphins <laughs> and so forth. Do you know that it's only years after I realized that we're actually underwater? Because oh, I was like, wow. oh, or maybe we're just like in a special room that we can just see all these sharks and dolphins. Mm. If I'd known that we'd gone underwater, that we're going underwater, I wouldn't have, have gone. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Okay, so, cool, cool, cool. so but before we go to our, our main thing, though, yeah. right, you know, what my brother, my brother just told me to today, which is wild. And I can't believe he only told me this today. Uh-oh. Years ago, several, several years ago, years ago, maybe like over 10, 10 years ago, he had coffee with Naya Long. He had coffee with, like, just because? Yes. Um, a family friend of ours is like a socialite and sort of hooks them both together just say hey come and meet each other and and, and and so forth and this was when she just was going out with email email yeah. so i was like it's like what you never told me this i was like <laughs> so that's that's, that's, that's random yeah <laughs> but, okay that's interesting hey so that means you're what you're what is it the, the Kevin Bacon what's the Kevin Bacon like you know that like six degrees of separation oh yeah six degrees of separation oh yeah yeah it's yeah. like but they call it six degrees of Kevin Bacon like oh. your degrees of separation from Will Smith have shrunk 
or like oh, anybody yeah, 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 who yeah, 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 yeah. anybody who Nia Long's been in contact with, like it's shrunk now because you know yeah, your yeah, brother, yeah, yeah. so he know he's met her. So you're four you're four away from probably Denzel or Will Smith, like you know. I'm getting them. I'm getting them. <laughs> but yeah, I was about to say like, what you met Nia Long? What? But then, it, then, then, hasn't you said your well? Well, actually, let me not say that out loud because then yeah, that yeah, will yeah. that that will get people googling. Yes, yeah, yeah, don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I, I think yeah. people are, like people have already figured figured stuff out. But if I don't respond, then I can't verify. Yeah, anything, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll save it for off mic. But yeah, yeah. let's 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 get into the main topic. All right, so <laughs> um, the N word. <laughs> Um, so basically, so this was sparked because there's this show I watch, um, which is like a movie re- review show, and you know they were just pretty much talking about you know the N word, and this was because they just watched the film The Blackening. I don't know because it's out in the states. Have you heard of the film The Blackening? I've I've heard of it, but yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah. going to it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah so um, and they're just talking about how the N word sort of needs to pretty much go and like there is no real reason to use it and i think there's a point that one of the guys in the show he made which was um and this is a point that i've always been at and i think this is where the debate begins so the arguments for using it is we are trying to gain ownership of the word and now try to and because we've gained ownership of the word that is in a way a kind of power dynamic that African Americans can have, and I've always felt that so it's sorry it doesn't work. <clears throat> and what is interesting is how hard people fight to keep it, because my thing is this: I don't think African Americans know how much subliminal damage it is doing by continuing to use that word. You know, you'll never know. Because this is the trick. The, the trick is, oh no, this is our word. We've not gained power of it. We've not gained ownership. But it's like, whether it's Asians, whether it's uh, Pakistanis, Indians, Chinese, Japanese, whether it's Jewish, whether it's Latinos, you don't see them branding around a derogative word and trying to gain ownership of it and trying to reuse it. Because from the outside in, it's it it's sure it looks stupid. It just looks stu- stu- stupid, because again, you just run into very weird scenarios, and the crazy scenario is um, Jay Z and Kanye West song "N Words in Paris." So you are superstars, international <laughs> superstars. So your fame is global. Mm. So if you go to a European country where it's mostly white people. What are they supposed to now sing? So they're not supposed to recite the song? <laughs> like, 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 tell me, like, how's that supposed to, to, to work? Oh, so guys, just say, uh, in Paris, uh, in Paris. So they're not supposed to recite the word? <laughs> so remember, these guys, they've paid a lot of money to come and view you. They're probably drunk. They're obviously in a passing mood. The stuff is in your song. And you're singing it and you're blasting it out. Mm. So you're going to tell thousands of people, hey, guys, remember, guys, Disclaimer: Remember not to say the N word when we sing the song. I mean, what I mean, what are we doing here? So you just run into this thing, this whole thing, and that's why I really wanted to have this convo because you're the perfect person to have this convo with, you know, because you're somebody who I know uses the word, 
occasionally. <laughs> I don't use it as much as you think I do. No, no, but no. But it, 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 it is said. It's it's said. It is said. And that's enough for me. <laughs> you know. So I just want to just sort of get inside your brain as to... <laughs> I think the best way to start is... <clears throat> What is your history with the word? And I've been brainwashed. Okay, like okay. if 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 I want to like detach myself from myself and just speak about Daniel objectively, like I'm like I'm not sitting in the seat I'm sitting in. Daniel grew up in a particular environment in terms of Virginia and North Carolina, despite being born in Canada and having parents who have, have never so, so, uttered so, so, the word. So, 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 hold up, so, okay, so, because where mm. is so where is Pharrell and and the clips from? They're from Norfolk, I want to say, in Virginia, but that's on that's like Eastern. Oh, okay. So, so North Carolina, I, South Carolina are, are cities in the state of Virginia. No, 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 no. Okay. So there's Virginia is quite big. So there's Northern Virginia, which is like closer to Washington, D.C., Maryland. Mm-hmm. Then there's Eastern Virginia, like on the coast, like okay. basically like a beaches. So that's Virginia Beach, Norfolk. Um, that's where Allen Iverson, it's called the Tidewater region. So Allen Iverson, Michael Vick, that's where those, those guys are from. Then there's (laughs) Western, Southwest Virginia. That's closer to Tennessee, Mm. uh, West Virginia. That's generally where like rednecks live. Oh, like it's, it's stereotyped that way, but there's a, there's a strong constitution depending on where you live or constituency rather of African people. Mm. Um, I say African, yeah, African Americans, but I'm, I'm using you know, Pan African is verbiage here. Mm-hmm. So there's African people there, um, just based on slavery or whatever. Um, North Carolina is the state directly below Virginia. So similar in some ways, but different in others. Um, so me growing up in Virginia, I grew up around a lot of black people. Um, but then we moved to places that were (laughs) like where I was like the speck of pepper pepper. What am I? Cayenne? I don't know. The, the one, like we were the three black people, like my dad, my brother and I in like a sea of whiteness. And then Mm -hmm. we moved to North Carolina, more urban college towns where it's maybe 40, 50, 60% black. Like I, I think well-born in high point. This is the middle school I went to in eighth grade, and the high school was T.S. Andrews. I feel like they were 80% black people just based on where we were living at the time. So I've lived in many different places and spaces with different demographic looks, but generally consistently throughout that, you will find African people saying and using the N-word quite liberally, and you understand at least I picked it up quite quickly, that it's a catch-all word for many things. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yes. this, that, now this is, this is what it's evolved into. So it could, it could mean a thing. It could mean a person. It could mean it could be any kind of person. It could, there could be a white N-word. You can be a Mexican N-word. There could be your white Chinese N-word. Like there, yeah, there, white N-words. What the hell is that? <laughs> Like I, I'm like I'm not saying that's common, but it is applicable. Um, then we talk about art, whether it's in television shows, movies, music, whatever the case may be. The word is used act probably too much. Chappelle has the observation that I've I've always thought where like if you 
if you want to say the f words on television, they'll bleep it out. Mm. But if you watch Chappelle's show, he can say the N-word as, as many times as he wants to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a cultural acceptance of the way that African people have evolved the word or Africans in America have evolved the word. Um, my experience with it is, again, I, I, I use it in the context of music. And increasingly, I only use it in the context of if I'm actually trying to be derogatory, but like kind of lighthearted derogatory. So... I'm trying to get to a point where I'm only calling Candace Owens the N-word, but with an A. I'm only going to call Kanye the N-word, but with the A sound at the end. Like, I'm, I'm never going full-on ER. Because oh, yeah. that, to me, it, it, does, it does have, like, that extra, that extra bit of, like, oh, you know. Just quickly, like, I've never heard my mother use the words. I've heard my, actually, is that true? Oh, like shit. I've, I've I've heard my parents not like to be just to be real, I don't I don't think I've heard my mom say it, but maybe I have. Um, I've I know I've heard my dad say it once, but this is him making fun of my brother and I. Oh, saying like, why are you guys using that word effectively? Oh yeah. Um, because my mother, she, <laughs> my mother's a, a Scottish Canadian woman, she knows better. Uh, my father is raised in Uganda. He doesn't have a context for that word to be used, I don't think, at all, but certainly not in the way that American Africans would use the word. So I didn't grow up in a household that used that word. I didn't hear it as a part of my daily thing, which is probably why it's easy for me to kind of jump in, jump out with it. I'm more sympathetic to people who who are grown up. They hear their mom say it, their dad say it, uncles, cousins, all of that. Like I don't have that experience. My experience is just more people I grew up with at school who use the word and rap music kind of teaching you the, the, the do's and don'ts. So I'm sure I use the words far more than you, but I, it's not a common, like I'm not, I, there are days where I don't say it, you know what I mean? Mm. But I'm sure for some people they can't, they can't describe anything without saying that because again, it, it, it has become a word. To kind of catch everything, which is sad, I guess. You know, so, so basically, my th- question is: Do you think it's problematic that it is still used? <sighs> like it, ultimate, and, 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 uh, yes. I mean, I mean, it, ER and yeah. A, both both yeah, versions. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't think there's there's not a justifiable reason that I've heard that makes sense. Like I've never heard anybody say this is why we should use it, and I go, oh yeah, 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 that makes a hundred percent sense. It's a contradictory thing. So, so okay, okay, so let me even go another step. Mm. Do, do you think if you made a decision that I'm going to stop using it, you'd be able to, or you're, you're, you're way too programmed into it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, no, no, I think, no, okay, actually, okay, because this is the issue right here. Because this is the crux of the issue right here. You are, Obviously, an ex- ex- a very intelligent, on point person who is very aware. You've now you've now admitted that there is an issue with it and there's a problem with it, but you just cannot categorically be like, "I'm now going to stop using it." And I think you- therein lies the issue. So, if someone like you th- cannot be like, "That's it," from henceforth, I'm not using the word, then there is no hope. The reason I, I laugh and I hesitate is because I'm thinking of like, it, does your question mean 
Like if if N words in Paris comes on, like I almost just said the word right there. If it <laughs> if, if it comes on, do I not say it? Like not using it at all? Or, or or do you mean like in spontaneous conversation where I'm making up the words that I'm saying? Can I not say it? I mean, does that make sense? Does 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 that distinction make sense? Like, like if I'm rapping along with Most Deaf or Talib Kweli and they and they say the word or Common or Kanye or not that I listen to Kanye like that anymore or Jay Z like if I'm listening to a rap record and the rapper says the N word and I'm rapping the lyrics along with them, effectively, are you saying can I use the word like a white person, <laughs> like a, a a a liberal white who knows not to say it? Yes. Like I could go the rest of my life and not say it in conversation, but I might say it if the record comes on. Actually, I will say it if the record comes on. Like, might is like I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, being... yeah. okay. So, but I'm sure you go through that too. No, like if you're listening to a record, you you skip the you skip the cusses. You don't say any cuss words when yeah when I the record comes I on. I try and skip them. Yeah, you try, but like it. it it's not. It's not a one hundred percent hit rate, surely. Um, <laughs> I've heard you rap before. No, 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 no. You've heard me rap. I've, I've, and here's, here's, here's the, the, the thing though. I actually made a consistent, and this was sixteen year old me. No, I, I mean I've heard you rap other people's records before. And now, I feel like when I've you've heard, you heard me do that, have I ever said the N word in the lyrics? I, I can't recall, but I've, see, see, but, see, but, but I've heard you swear before. Is my point? Oh no no oh no yeah 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 yeah. But but my thing though is, okay, I'll be real. Like the only time I'll say it is if I'm in the shower, but because what I always do is, <laughs> like when when I'm in the shower, I always recite Cannabis's last verse on how we roll. This is what I'm saying because I, I knew we were going to get no, the cannabis. Yeah, but, and then when cannabis I, and when, and when I get to, to like I think it's the last line. Um, I sort of murmur it, but not really say it. You know, sort of like, uh, 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 you know, sort of like that. You know. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like your relationship with it is like a white person that knows better. Okay, let me paint a picture. Um, I don't want the picture in the shower. Pause. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, no, no, no. This is out of <laughs> So, so I'm, I'm, I'm with, I'm like when I, when, when they're flat. Okay. I'm with my. Few few black friends, few white friends, mm. and a rap song comes on where there are lots of N words said in the in the rap song. I'll feel com- I'll feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I'll feel I will feel uncomfortable. There is no way in hell I am singing along or reciting it with all those words there. Even if I don't say anything, I just feel uncomfortable with the rap music being played and N words being said. While I'm in the vicinity of white people, I feel uncomfortable. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I went to the Watch the Throne consort, consort, mm. concert in. Yeah. It was here in in Greensboro, and the stadium was eh, probably like 70 percent black people. But you know, there's the other thirty percent, and they performed N words in Paris three times in a row, and. I'm not going to pretend I was as conscious at 19, 20, 21. I don't remember exactly what year that was. Somebody will tell me. Um, but I remember looking around thinking like, so white people are just going to say it? Like, is that how this is going? Like, this is what we're doing? 
was like, <laughs> okay. No, no, yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay, okay, let me even pin another scenario. So remember mm. when we were playing pro clubs? <laughs> yes. You remember, remember what happened? Do I? Because, because you, because you, because you laughed when it, when it, when it was said. Who by said a certain it? person. Did Z-Man say it? No. <laughs> Who said it? I don't know. I, I Hassan, don't remember. Hassan like, said it. Hassan said, said it. Hassan. Oh, I, like I'm really bad with remembering things like that. So. Yeah, no, no, no. Because I remember he would just I think something happened, man. And he said, as ah, N-word. And then I was like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Hassan is in the black. And I remember when he said it. You he might of, be. I think he is. Based on, based, based on the characters he has, like, I don't think white this, people... Okay, see, that, that's, yeah, that's the thing. Because, again, I'm not even sure that he, he's, he's black, but... His character is Hakeem Elijah one. I'm pretty sure he, he might be northern Nigerian. Like, he might be oh, yeah, from... Probably not. Oh, okay, okay, my thing, though, is if, like, let's say, even if he's black or so forth, even if he's black... Now, if he's not black, that's even worse. But even if he's black, <laughs> it's like, uh, it just feels like, uh, Okay. You know? Okay, so the the thing that I will agree with you a hundred percent on is I don't think whatever attempts African people have made to remix the word, yeah, is either effective or reaches a level of effectiveness that is acceptable for me to disassociate what that word actually means from what it means now. So, and in in the moment, it's harder for me to find that analysis or that synthesis. But looking at it from an objective standpoint, there is no remixing of what that word actually you means. You can't. It's it's freaking stupid. It makes you can no try sense. your best. No, it makes no freaking sense. It's 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 a word <laughs> that was produced in perhaps the most awful system of oppression that has existed in humanity, and it is a word that again synthesizes what that oppression has meant. The fact that people even want to say it or do say it is more emblematic of the effectiveness of how brutal that system was. That yes. people will, uh, without even the imposition anymore of what white people are telling you you are or could be or can be, not that that doesn't exist. Obviously, there are still things there. But people have adopted, without even the, the, the push of white people necessarily, to call themselves an oppressive thing, it's like you will oppress yourself, even if you don't consider it oppression. It it is it's, with, it's with, like, with with without even them needing to do it. It's like the effectiveness of their system has has made you think your thinking without thinking. I'll give you I'll give you two examples, and this is from a Nigerian point of view. Mm. So do you know that's the master bedroom is still used. That's term. The master bedroom. Hey, this is the master bedroom. Mm, it's unconscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that. And you know where that is that, that is from. Like when I was young, oh yeah, master bedroom, master bedroom. Then when I got educated, oh, you're still using that term, master bedroom. Another <laughs> thing is basically like so in Nigeria, you know, you have maids and like stewards. Mm. And the steward is called a houseboy. Wow. And where, does, and where does that boy come from? You know where that comes from? And yeah, so the steward is called a houseboy. So, th because there's a very weird and deep, deep 
psychological complex with African-Americans trying to hold on to that word because there is a lot of shame through that word. And rather than just Xing it out, because of the kind of weird relationship that, that exists between African-Americans and whites, you sort of want to still hold on to that word, but sort of reuse it. It's, 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 it's as if you don't want to do away with the word. I don't think it's that conscious, though. I think the system has been in place so long that you just adopt what your parents have done, what your uncles do, what your aunties do. I don't think people are having some deep level of introspection about why we use it. I think it's the, 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 the same way. Like, I don't have, do you have some deep level of introspection why we call each other homies or bros or all of that? Like, what is a homie really? Like, I don't know, but I know what it is. I know what it means. Like, that's, that's my guy. So I don't think people are, I, I think the N-word has been so embedded into black lexicon, black talk, Ebonics, whatever people are using these days, mm. that there's no real thought about what it is and what it means. It's just that's a word that means this. So I use it to say when I'm, I use it to describe what I'm saying. I don't think there's some level of like, yo, like I think it's from slavery and it may be a, a remix of Negro and just put some no, other. No, 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 like, I don't, I don't oh, think no, people, my thing though, no, my argument is that. African-Americans have a very unique relationship with America and white America through mm -hmm. slavery. Something that the Chinese don't have, the Koreans don't have, the Latinos don't have. So I think that there is some sort of a correlation between that and the existence in 2023 of the N-word. Because what people have to understand, and this is reality, you are insulting yourselves. Because as we've already established, you cannot remix a word. You can't. Like, you're not going to re re remix F-U-C-K. Now, here's the thing, though. F-U-C-K has now come to now mean something positive and everything. Just like bad was bad. Bad now evolves. Oh, that's a bad outfit. Man. Oh, man, that, 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 that's some bad clothes. But bad still exists of being um, something that is negative. But put bad to one side, F-U-C-K to one side. This N-word was used to demean and insult and abuse you people. How can you hold on to that and say you're not going to gain ownership of it and remix it? Because by you still using it, how can anyone respect you? And, that, and, see, and that's the reality. See, no white person is going to say it in public. In private, white people are like, how can I, how do we respect these guys? Does that matter? Yes. I don't think it matters what they no, think no, no, of no, us. No, 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 no. Let me tell you how it matters. Not in the way that, I, that, that, that you think. You're not looking for white acceptance or begging, please, please respect me. Just, and this is something even your, I'm, I'm sure your dad would have told you, is first impression is key. And, um, Having respect for yourself is very key because if you don't respect yourself, how can anyone respect you? So you must have a level of just respect in how you carry yourself as an individual, you know, dressing well, having particular decorum, particular ethics, a moral compass. 
So once you do these things, that's how guys can, can respect you. Because nobody, no person worth their salt, not no 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 um man that's of any worth wants to be disrespected. Now, but if I don't think the word is disrespectful anymore, then I'm not being disrespected unless it's being said by somebody who knows better, which would be in this constant in this context non-African people. So basically, if if you know that if I call you my n, I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just saying it from my context of how I grew up. You wouldn't feel offense to the word, even though you might not agree with what the word means from the mouth of someone else. But if a white person was to call you my N, you wouldn't accept it because from their context, you know they know better. So I so I, I hear you on you you want to put you know your, your your best foot forward. But if I think within the context of my community that that word helps my my foot go forward by being more I don't know, camaraderies or have it, having more camaraderie with the person. And yo, that's my guy. That's my, mm. like, I don't know within African American or just African context in general, how bad that is. It, it, it's only bad if you look at it from the, from the context of people who I don't really care what they think anyway. I, but, now, now, no, I, 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 I just have a hard time squaring the history of it. Like, where did this? How did this thing originate? What, what, what is the the root word, the prefix, the suffix? Where did this come from, and why is it being used? What, what it means is what it is. But why do we use it? Why is that the word? And if you look at the history of why it's used, to me, it's an uncomfortable history, despite my already contradictory statement or I'm, well you know hu hu humans are contradictory right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But, that's why well, yeah i mean but yeah that that history is why i would as a as an african person have some that's that's why i battle with myself with using the word it, and, and put, put it this way if 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 i made music rap music or whatever i wouldn't say it i would not use the it's, word it's, 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 this, this this is why it this this is why this is all stupid because again Okay, yeah, my N word, my N word, it is to promote camaraderie and so forth. Okay, and we're now in a scenario where, okay, I have my white friend with me, I've got my black friend with me. And every time I speak to my black friend, hey, my N word, my N word, my, my N word. Hey, bro. And, and then to the white, hey, bro. And then it turns over to the white guy. And the white guy's always say, oh, okay, yeah, obviously, well, I can't say it and everything, you know, blah, blah. And then, no, 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 let me even paint a better scenario. So to my black friend, my N word, my N word, my, my N word. Well, passing and passing and passing, blah blah, and the white guy just in the spur of the moment says, "Yo, my N word," and like, "Whoa, whoa," because the white <laughs> guy was like, "Oh, I was just feeling myself." So you always get in this very awkward situations of like, "Oh, my bad, sorry, I shouldn't say it." Oh, let me not say it because see, it works both ways. Yes, white people, you shouldn't say it. The arguments of like, but you can say it. You no. And yes, that is it. It's because whenever it comes out of your mouth, it is it's bad. <laughs> so no white people, there is no excuse, there's no this and that. You shouldn't say it. But put that to one side. It is stupid though. How we know that this is a derogatory term. <laughs> so if you now call each other this known derogatory term, it's no longer derogatory. That's wild. And let's me even go one other level. What other group of people? We know the derogatory word for Jews. 
We know the derogatory word for Japanese, derogatory word for the Chinese, derogatory word for Latinos, derogatory word for Pakistanis and Indians. Mm-hmm. But they don't use this word to embrace themselves or use, a word, or, or use that derogatory word for a term of endearment. So why is it black people in specific that are now using that word for a term of an endearment? Now, okay. I, that's, it's a great question. And the closest example I can come up with, if we're looking at like different groups of people or, you know, whatever it is, demographics, black women call each other bitches. And it's, it's not meant as like, if, if I call you a bitch, it's like, whoa, like, Hey, (laughs) calm down. Like even, even that word leaving my lips just now, cause I, 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 I forgot to say B word, so I guess oh, yeah, we'll just yeah. go with it. But yeah, like they call each other that within their own group and they understand the context of it. Whereas if a man calls you the B word, he's stepped into a different arena. Are you so, not equivalent? So, it's not so hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just, just, okay. just, just quick. So perhaps it's something within African people that, look, we're already speaking a colonized language. Whatever they call if it's it's you use the example of yo that's bad, like Mike, Mike, Michael Jackson named in his album bad was he saying that it was bad? No, he was saying it was good. You know what I mean? So perhaps there's just something within the colonized that whatever words they give us and whatever they label us, we can do with with whatever we want with this language. So in that context, I'm not so angry with black women calling each other the b word. Or African people calling each other the N word. It's just like, look, if we under if we have an understanding within ourselves of what we're saying to each other when we say it to each other, then that's fine. Whatever other consequence, it is what it is. So, so from that standpoint, do what you want. Like I'm never gonna tell African people, don't say it. You say what you want, and just make sure that the context is understood when you say it. For me, especially as somebody with a with a white parent and an African parent from the continent. Not that Africans weren't called N words by colonizers, so let's not make that mm. like there were like, the, the N word was never said in Nigeria. Like let's 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 be real. The British came to Nigeria and they just they 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 called you Nigerians. <laughs> I don't think so. I think that these these such and such. So you know, Africans were called the word too, but it doesn't have the same history as it does in the United States, in the Caribbean, in in South America. So as somebody with my own constitution, I'm dealing with only one layer, which is just the cultural layer of it, meaning rap music, television shows, movies, etc. And that's strong enough based on what American culture is. American culture is so deep that there are now people in Africa who call them, who refer to themselves as that, even though they have no real, real history to it in the same way that Americans do. So, and that, I mean, even white people who live in like Russia want to say the word because of how quote unquote cool hip hop is and oh Tupac and Snoop Dogg and all of this kind of stuff like you know the the word has become part of hip hop and it's 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 been promoted as such. It's 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 like um Spanish guy who follows me on YouTube because I went to go and see him and um because his girlfriend was there and these are Spanish people in Spain who don't have an interaction with with the black people. And they and they say, oh, we just use the, the, the word because we just thought, oh, that's just the word that should be used. Mm. So you now have white Spanish people with no <laughs> black people with any, any vicinity just using the word, throwing the word and word around. And what you do have 
is that's what just gets easily branded around. And people feel like if it's fine. But you know that if you say the F word, if you say um, the derogatory word for Indians or Chinese, you know that's, oh, I'm doing a bad thing. You're very conscious that you're doing a, a bad thing. Mm. But now people start saying using the N word is that, I'm not doing a bad thing. Because here's the, the thing right now. That white person will say, oh, no, no, this is N-I-G-G-A, not N-I-G-G-E-R. <laughs> and it's the notion where, no, N-I-G-G-A is actually fine. No, that's actually, no, that's, that's not bad. No, the, the, the bad one is E-R. A is actually good. E-R is the, is the bad one. <laughs> I, I, look, the, the semantic no, 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 difference no, no, are you is, going is to argue relevant. With that? Say again? Are you going to argue with that? No, I, I mean, it's, would I want to argue it? No, but I will just for the sake of the podcast. Like there is a semantic difference. Whether whether it's smart or whatever it is, there is a difference between the two words and at least how people approach them. Now, I think the difference is because when white people use the word, and this is becoming a little bit more blurred as you know African culture is becoming ever ever so the dominant culture in America, whether rap music or whatever. I think white people have a better understanding of how African people speak to each other. But in the context where they didn't, there was no A in the white community. The white community was always er. And because it was always er, that made the distinction between how Africans used it between themselves. And then when a white intruder comes thinking that he's saying the same thing, but he's not, and he uses it in a context of hate, which you, you can feel. Like that does make it a difference, even though it's the same word. If it's used in different contexts, it has a completely different feeling and a completely different emotion. I think it's a bit easier to deal with the Spanish people who just don't understand culturally and they're just accepting, adopting, Mm. just being inundated with American culture, which is black culture effectively. Um, they're like, bro, just don't say it because it comes from a racist place. Or for your own safety or well-being or job security or whatever the case may be, it creates a confusion that you don't even want to deal with. So don't say it. For African people, it's a bit different because there's no hateful connotation necessarily. Unless, again, you heard you know, the Uncle Ruckus's because <laughs> I've been watching Boondocks or you know, Candace Owens or those kinds of people. But I don't even think they say the words. Because I feel like they're more on the respectability side, where it's, I would never say that word because of the history of it. And that will make me appeal to white people because I'm a different type of black person who doesn't engage in those foolish Negro things. So I feel like there's a more white presenting aspect to their probably refusal to say it than some deep introspective thought about what they think is best for black people on some next level they're just like how can i get more money from from massa so yeah oh but I, you're right and there's no real way to like again that was me arguing for the sake of the pocket <laughs> but there is no difference i mean let's keep it oh, no, I, I mean like that that's why it's weird because it's like that i've even seen people say that yeah man 
it is problematic and so forth, but they just can't stop saying it. I think the danger is it's been so programmed, it's been so ingrained that mm. it's 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 become so part of habits, it's hard for people to even come out of it. And so forth. And especially if you're in a particular scenario, in a particular environment, you're oh. like, oh look, I might as well just say it. Man. Okay, hold on, okay, okay. Now, this is a good question for you. Okay. So We've had discussions on previous shows about who do you think you're, who's your favorite comedian or who's the best comedian of all time? And I'll say like Chris Rock, I'll say Chappelle, I'll say these types of people. And you always hit me with, they might be better technically or whatever, however you would phrase it. But the comedian that makes me laugh the most is Cat Williams. Yeah. Now, if you watch Pimp Chronicles or any of those. The word he uses most frequently to describe <laughs> black people, black things, everything is nigga. I'll just say it because he uses it a thousand yeah. times. So I can say it once. How do you square enjoying something like Cat Williams, but knowing the history of the word and your stance really against it and not enjoying hearing it, saying it, whatever the case is? Because Cat, <laughs> Cat Williams is synonymous in his green suit. With the perm. Oh, no, no, Saying, it's, it's, like, yo, if 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 you listen to that, like, and I, I used to get in trouble for this. I know I asked the question, but just yeah. quick anecdote. If you listen to the Pimp Chronicles edited, so it would come on Comedy Central sometimes, and they would yeah. edit edit the N-word, but they would put a beep. And I would get in trouble. Like, my dad would not listen necessarily to the words of what yeah. I was listening to on the television, like, in the house. But if he heard, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Then the beef would tell my dad, what is he listening to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I would get in trouble because of the amount of beeps. So if you listen to something like the Pimp Chronicles edited, you basically, you don't listen to comedy. You just listen to beeps. And the beeps are the N-word. So so from your context, like how do you square that contradiction? Then? Oh, no, I think for me, it's an act. <laughs> okay. So my thing is like, it's not real life. It's a comedy act. So... This isn't real life. This isn't real. It's it's a stage. It's a setting. It's a prism. It's something that is within a vacuum. I don't and understand that this is he is now presenting a comedy act. But okay, hence why, yeah, yeah, you know, you write, you set up, you set up jokes, and everything is coordinated. So it is you are. It's like you go into a movie set and you're playing a character. Like Cat Williams on stage is a character. No, 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 no. He's like, obviously, it's like wrestling. All those guys <laughs> were know. exaggerated versions of them of themselves. So Dave Chappelle doesn't act exactly like that when he's on stage. Cat Williams doesn't act exactly like that. Obviously, it's the same because that's, it's, it's a projection of yourself, but that is yourself on steroids in an exaggerated form, in a stand-up comedy act form. Like, I've seen Cat Williams interviewed because I, because I love him and so forth. I, I look at all of his interviews, everything. And yeah, you can see similarities, but it's toned down. And when you actually see him, perfect. Look at Cat Williams gets interviewed. He's very chilled. He's very chilled. But like, he's also in a space that, like, there's FCC airwaves to where he can't curse. Oh, no, he, he, can't. he can't go on the radio and say, 
Carson and all on, that. On, so. on, but I've seen him interviewed on like a very you no know, black British show. Joe Biden interviewed him, and yeah, he'll he throw a few curses there, but he's very like, well, you know, and everybody can. <laughs> so he's very mellow. But then once he's on stage, then he just erupts. So mm. now, so I think, now, now, I, I would say, and, and, that, so, 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 so here's oh, the thing, yeah. but I would never recite any of the jokes of the N word. Like I'll so I'll be like and you can't recite any hustling, jokes every day I'm oh no 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 what, what, what's called cool? every day I'm hustling 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 like yeah I'll do that that's but, just Rick Ross yeah no 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 but you know when he he does where okay imagine if you're I, walking I know, as know, Burger King or so so yeah like basically I'm not going to recite any of the N word jokes no I'm not doing okay that. but there is okay how would I word these two questions I have two questions. So, the, well, one's a statement, one's a question. So, I ask the question first. Does the N-word enhance the jokes? Is there a time where he says the N-word in a way that, in the way that he says it particularly, <laughs> and that make you laugh, smile, chuckle? I think yes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 okay, when, when he says, white people, you need to get you some blank of friends. <laughs> Get you some like of friends. No, no, but, but, but that's what. Like it's that makes me laugh. No, but, that's, but, but you have to understand. It's an act. So I know that this is an act. This is a comedy act. And that is different from everyday life. I'm now using that to relate to another black man in everyday said, living life. He said, white people, when you're going to start stop putting your children on leashes, that is just entertainment for blank blank. <laughs> Let the essay walked in. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I can, no, I can no, recite no, the whole no. thing. But um, and the, my, my point was, he's presenting that in Atlanta. I remember. I've, I've seen it like yeah. 12,000 times. Like, he's presenting in Atlanta. He brings out, uh, what was it, Lil John? Can I get a what? You know, like, they do that whole thing. He's presenting it to black people. He's not in, like obviously there. Thank he said. He said, "Are there any Mexicans? Thank all seventeen of y'all for coming." <laughs> like when he goes into that thing, it's like. But he's presenting for for a, a, an African audience that lives in Atlanta. There's a context within that to where when he's saying it, the crowd understands. There's no layer of interpretation necessary because it's all cultural and it's understood. And for me, within that context. I don't see a problem with it. Like if, if I'm telling you, if I'm relating the joke to you, obviously we're censoring ourselves a bit because the whole podcast would just be the N word and yeah, who knows yeah, what yeah, that yeah. means for the algorithm or whatnot. But like, if I'm telling you the joke, you're not going to be like, Oh wow. He just, he said a racial slur. Like you're going to get that. I'm, I'm, I'm copying Cat Williams. Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 his obviously, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now if Louis CK is talking with Chris Rock saying, Oh, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> he's talking about how he says it, and Seinfeld is like, "Nah, I never say that word." That's that that, that like, that, and and I'm repeating you, Louis C.K.'s line. You're like, "Yo, you don't have to say it because it's not really relevant to what it is or what it was." So, and again, that's that, that may be a good dynamic of with Louis C.K. says it. It's not as ex it's not as accepted by African people, it, despite the context. Louis C.K. Yeah. might have a perfect context for his his word, his joke, whatever he thinks he's thought, but it's not gonna land the same with the people who have been oppressed by that word no. as Cat Williams, because we understand Cat Williams and what he's actually saying. We don't know what your intentions are, 
CK. Like, what? why are you saying that just to be shock value? Like, it's not coming from a cultural place. It's coming from some artistic, I'm going to be as uh, avant-garde and on the edges I can. So I'm going to have my, I'm going to have my black joke. I'm going to have my N-word joke. I'm going to have my woman joke. I'm going to have my R-A-P-E joke. I'm going to have like all of these different things just in my tool bag as a comedian. But when Cat Williams says it, you know it's not coming from, I'm, I'm going to tell my N-word jokes. <laughs> like, there's, there's no, I'm going to tell my joke and within the cultural yeah, yeah, space yeah, yeah, that yeah, that yeah, takes, yeah, yeah. the word is used. Again, but we can ask why, why that particular word? Like, how did that come historically? Did white people beat the word into you to where now you subconsciously believe that's what I am? So I can no, no, say it it's, it's, because... It's, 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 that's what I'd love to know. I mean, just like last 10 minutes, mm. what I'd love to know is when, when, when did the switch happen? Like when did Probably that word now sort of, or was this gradual? Like how did that word now sort of be like, oh, we're just going to just keep on using it. But we're not going to now change it mm. and re rework it and gain ownership of it. Like when did that happen? Because the assumption is, okay, slavery has ended. Okay, we're now sort of um, Jim Crow thing has ended. That word has been used in such negative connotation throughout the 60s, throughout the slavery era. Once we're now really making inroads and so forth, let's now dead it. Let's not dead that word completely. But if you're still allowing it to creep in and still using it, why? So is there an unwillingness to fully let go of the word, which is now where we're not getting into dangerous ter territory? Is it that you don't really want to let go of the word and you want to just keep the word but try to rework it? So what is that longing to keep all the word but to try to re rework it and to reimagine it? Could there be an argument that as long as the word is used, no matter what the context, it is a reminder of what white supremacist system has done so in some way it's like it's still a vestige perhaps but it's still like a legacy of what was done and if it hasn't been remedied to where black people do not consider themselves n words with an a or an er no matter where they're living then perhaps that shows that there's still work to do so maybe like it's a good tool in terms of like if you're organizing, it's just like, bro, like look at what we're calling ourselves. We think, you know, when, when you said, you know, Jim Crow has ended, has it really? Like maybe it's ended on paper, but culturally, so, is it? Okay, oh, oh, okay, so you're saying that like it, use of the word is... It's, it's more evidence no, so of how things haven't got better. Changed, haven't changed. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's evidence that, of yeah. how things haven't got better. If we still... If there's even a longing to call yourself that, <laughs> like even me, if I'm having to unlearn things that I learned as like a 12, 13, 14 year old, and I'm 32, I'm going to be 33 in a few months. Like that shows that there's still a problem in society, really. So like it's, I'm not saying it's a good thing, but it could mm -hmm. be like a, you could track how progressive things are going by the usage of the word. <laughs> and like it, I feel like it's more common now than ever. So there's that. Oh, I, I do have one question though. Yeah. For you in particular. So you're a film guy. See. How do you feel about guys like Tarantino writing the word <laughs> nonstop? 
even if it is within the context of how African people might have used it or whatever. That's a, you know, that's, it's actually a great way to sort of end this. Tarantino. So basically, so here's the thing. I've got to give you like a bit of backstory. So he, yes, he, do you know this film called True Romance? With I think Kristen I've heard of it. Slater. I don't think I've watched it though. Okay, so basically he wrote it. Like it's a famous film, I think, directed by uh Tony Scott. And he wrote it. Oh. And um there's a scene between um Dennis Hopper and um Christopher Walken. I've seen this scene. Yes, yes. Where he calls them like the blanks of Italy or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Christopher Walken didn't know that. So basically there's a there's a there's a commentary where concerns is doing commentary, and he said that that story was told to him by because basically his mother used to date a lot of black guys, and what would happen is that all of these black guys would pretty much like babysit him when like his mom would go out, and one of his mom's boyfriends told who was black told him this story, and so forth. So he then sort of used that story to use it in in the film. So, the thing is, Tarantino is a very, very particular person because he grew up around black people because his mom's best friend was was black and his mom dated a lot of black guys. And these black guys used to take him because he was young to black exploitation films. So, the thing with Tarantino is he's one of those white guys who is very infatuated with the word. Because here's the thing. The way he uses the N-word in his films, it is for artistic effect. It's not reality. Which is the massive issue I had with Django Unchained. Because when you look at Pulp Fiction, I think someone made this distinction. You know what Samuel Jackson looks like and how he Mm. operates? How is he going to allow a white guy to <laughs> say the N-word to, to him without blowing his head off? <laughs> so that's Pulp Fiction. When I go to Django Unchained, I don't care whether you say, oh, this is the Antebellum South and so forth. I've seen many racial films. Bro, this was made around the same time as 12 Years a Slave. The way you use the word, it's, it is clear that you are in love with the word and you're trying to use it for artistic effect. So there is something very uncomfortable with how he uses it mm. for sure because i'm like no you're not for for a world that is so heavy that has so much history you're not treating it with the proper care that it needs to be treated with you're just using it but this now takes things back full circle if you have a society of black people who just use the word very freely in rap music amongst themselves all around. And Tarantino loves Wu-Tang. He's really good friends with RZA and so forth. What's better to say? And I bet you this. Let's just go deeper. <laughs> How much do you want to bet that RZA calls Tarantino the N-word? Or uses the N-word around him? I can bet you that he does. Obviously in private, between them, but I bet you that RZA does that or maybe it's even comfortable. See, we just know but I'm willing just to put on like a bet. Okay, I may lose a bet, but I'm willing to put on a bet <laughs> that Riza is comfortable with Tarantino using the N word around him in private. Oh wow! 
That's See, now that's a serious accusation against an African. It's a serious accusation. <laughs> but hence why I don't think it would ever... See, you know the reason that we'll, we, we will never really know? Because those are one of those things where he didn't... Rizzo would never do that in public. But I think in private, he may even refer to Tarantino, hey, man, you N-word man. Man, you're such an N-word man. And so forth. I think Rizzo would probably do, do that. So I do feel that for Tarantino, because of the black people he's been around and so forth, he will probably think that, okay, look, okay, I know it's bad, but, you know, I can sort of, you know, and everything. Because the way that you're using it, it's as if you don't even realize the um, what that word is. Because it's just how you're freely using it. I think that's probably the more accurate assumption, is that people don't think or they don't want to think about what that word is. Yeah. And that they just use it as it is culturally used and how it's probably been culturally used since the plantation where white people were calling African people N-words. Yeah. Oh, that's what we are. And then it's just been uh, an evolution, whether it's in the music, if it's in what, of how people have been referring to themselves. And there's no real thought about why do we call ourselves this? What is the word? Where does it come from? Why did they call us this, etc.? It's just, oh, this is what we are. And now that we have some agency over, you know, policing what what we are allowed to call ourselves or what you can call us at the threat of violence or, mm. you know, whatever the case may be, then there's this kind of slight barrier that's been set up. Like white, that white people jump over probably in their privacy, but I don't really, there aren't so many instances of like white people just like calling black people N words anymore. But that, like, not, not saying it doesn't exist because I've seen videos, but I feel like those videos are like, you know, the selected. I don't, I, I don't know, actually. I feel like that's maybe a bold statement for me to make. I'm sure white people are calling black people N words just pretty liberally now that I think about it. So, so, so let me not speak. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because sure. when I think about it, I've seen a lot of road rage videos and. Like those yeah. white ladies in the store that get mad. Yeah, I mean, like last thing and then we'll be out of here. Like, yeah. do you I feel that this is just my small little theory that the whole thing of like we can say it, but you can say it, is that maybe a thing of you were allowed to use this word for so long to demean us by us now taking it and now using it amongst ourselves, but clearly distinguishing the fact that you can't use it. Is that a weird victory? Is that a weird, odd psychological victory? It's not a victory because... No, see, I'm just putting this out there. Like, I don't even... Now, my answer or my thought would be, I don't think it's a victory because you're not enforcing it on white people. This is something that white people have decided. We don't want to say this anymore publicly. Not all, but like the majority of white people have decided out of whatever guilt or shame, like we'll give you that. We'll we'll not say one thing, but we'll control every other aspect of your life. We'll control the education. We'll control the school. Education is the schools. We'll control mm-hmm. the military. We'll control the hospitals. We'll control the police. We'll control every other aspect of your life. We'll take everything that you have. Going back to our first podcast, you're a colonized people. So everything you create, music, art, TV, dance, we're going to take it. But we just won't to your face. Not that we won't in private, not that we won't think it. But we just won't call you N-words. 
some white people buck that. You know, I've seen I've seen the, I've seen the tapes. Um, but I feel like it's not a win if your oppressor decides in and of themselves to stop doing something just for the appearance of it. Have black people like campaigned like don't call us this? Like yeah. maybe I've missed the history, which is possible. There's a lot of history I don't know. But I don't remember like just like stop calling us this word. I feel like it's just white people just like, look, they don't like that. So we'll just stop. Because it creates trouble for us. And I don't know if that's a win. I feel like that's just white people guilt tripping. Okay, okay, okay. Very last thing and then we'll be out of here. <laughs> this is the third last thing. I don't, no, 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 no. This is the, no, no, because this is actually the final, final last thing. From tomorrow, what's, what's you, how are you going to do, what is your N-word thing from, from tomorrow right now? Because this is my challenge because I think you already said this before. So last thing is, okay, you're reciting it. It is what it is. But no, the time do you say the N word. I've said the the. Do you remember? It was maybe two, three months ago. You pulled me up, and you said, "Don't say that word anymore." At least not with me. Mm. Do you remember? Like we had that conversation yeah, 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 off yeah, mic. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've said the word two times of my own volition since then. One was playing FIFA. <laughs> you, like this, like I said it once, I was like, "Wow, that was the first time I said it in a while." And then just now, in the context of the conversation where I used it, okay. So when you pulled me up on, I was like, "Bro, like, and maybe I've said it in a rap lyric. I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah, I have." Yeah, yeah. And I, but those, I don't remember those. But the two times I used it, just my brain conjured up the word. I've used it twice, and maybe like I don't know, I don't know how long ago that conversation was. It might be two, three, four months. I don't know. But like when you check me out, I was like, "He's fucking right." Like and, and then, because it's something I've always been conscious of to an extent anyway, about being a mixed race African, mm. being a Ugandan African. Yes. Do I need to really be saying this? I don't have the the trauma excuse really. Yeah. I have the cultural excuse, but I'm. I feel like I should be stronger than whatever cultural. Oh, no, and also, sorry, so. I'm great, and that is why when me and my family remember my brothers and my sister go to nigeria and we go to a club or we go to like a social and we hear nigerian singers we're like what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing you're you're in bloody nigeria and you know that you've had it left nigeria and so forth so because you look at this rap you're now seeing enos and so forth in nigeria come on come on give me a break oh yeah so like yeah, yeah when, when you pulled me on i was like he's right so i've made a concerted effort to not say the word as best I can. But again, like I I, <laughs> I think it <laughs> like this, like I think but I'm not I've I've made sure like I'm not I'm not forming those words unless I'm reading something. Like there's some things you read where it's just like, oh wow, like they said that. But yeah. All right. Look my so well next so unless again, as we always say what we're we're putting out the bad signal for either um, someone that's an Aborigine or a Native American. If not, I'm I'm ready to talk about the Lion King. <laughs> I need to watch and, it again. Yeah, so basically, basically Lion King, and we have to have that Bible con Bible part as well. <laughs> I, I mean, so it's basically three things in my mind. Is obviously, Native America. Um, what's what's it called? Um, Aborigine, Lion King, Bible, Boondocks. <laughs> you know dude this is the first time i watched a, an episode from season four 
Mm. Like just before we started the pod, I watched season four, episode one. Say nothing. Actually, no. Say nothing. Say nothing because I'm actually going through the now. Say, say nothing. I'm only I'm recognizing three seasons, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Again, yeah, I, yeah. I've only watched one episode, so I think there's like 14 more to go. But. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me. Anyway, go a bit. Yeah. so yeah, yeah, All right, guys. Yeah. So, yeah, so guys, remember, guys, you know, like re- re- respond, give us any thoughts, put your messages down on on Spotify and so forth. Do you remember use to the rate words? the pod. And Do you we'll find see you guys anything wrong week. with the N word? Let us What's know. It? <laughs> no, I was, I was just like, I would, I want to know what the people think of the N word. Yes, oh well. for sure, like, yes. Like, what, no, what, what, what do you that would be really interesting. What are, what are people's views with the N word? Obviously, I'm talking about black people because if you're white, then that'd be a bit strange. But um, actually, no. If you're white, do you yeah, I would love to know. Like, what do <laughs> yeah. white people think about black people using a word that they don't use anymore? Yes, yes. Like, well, it's it's weird because white people they don't say it. Like most white people don't say it, at least publicly. So mm. what is it for those people that are like, I'm making myself not say this, even though it's in the culture, but you guys say it. But do you know what it means? Like it's it's an yeah. Anyway. Okay. So guys, so, so guys, we'll we'll see you next week, guys. Thanks for listening, man. Peace. 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 Peace.